Hey, what up, goons, goonats, goonesses? It's your boy Fairy Tale, letting you know that you can find Boogered Up Podcast every Monday and Friday on Amazon, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, anywhere that you listen to get your audio, we there. And if you guys want to watch the goons live in action, looking all ridiculous, you can find us on YouTube, Boogered Up Podcast. Make sure you guys are hitting that subscribe button, and make sure you guys are leaving a like and a comment. Now let's get to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are joined today by one of the scariest people in our town growing up. The the stories. The ghouls. The motherfucker you've seen Scooby-Doo. The man, the myth, the legend. The one that has scared us when we were kids, adults, (coughs) and now on to bigger and healthier things. Crazy Bob, everybody. Round of applause for Crazy Bob. (laughs) I am not worthy. I am not worthy. And yes, it is really Crazy Bob from the Haunted Hydro Dark Attraction Park in Fremont, Ohio for 34 years. Well, 34 years was before this. 34 years. That's a long time. 34 years. You know what? That's a lot of time in a coffin. Yeah. That's all I got to say is that. And I found out there's more to life than living in a coffin. <laughs> is that so? Is that so? That's it. We've got questions, Bob. Let me tell you. You scared the shit. I want to open it up right away to something that I scared I, shit. I lived near you. I don't know if you knew this. No. I lived near you. And you lived on Bush Street. What part of the graveyard were you in? I was on the left side. Okay. okay. You, you don't, you can't I tell had, he's ginger. I had soul. to sell <laughs> cookies. Okay, I had to walk around the neighborhood and sell cookies, and it was right around Halloween time. That's Girl Scout stuff. That's what I was saying. He's in the it Girl was, Scouts. I, well, hey, man, I was selling stuff because they were giving away Cavalier tickets. Okay? I was before and I was LGBTQ. trying to get Because back when you could sell stuff and get really cool items and not like what they do now where they give you like a little blow-up doll, and they're like, poof, here you go. I wish they gave him a blow-up doll. Anyways, I had to it. deliver a bunch of candy bars to everybody, so I'm walking door-to-door and everything, and I end up knocking candy bars on and cookies. Door. You knocked something. On, you knocked on my door or on my. I coffin? knocked on. I knocked. Oh no! You were out of the coffin because it was okay. Halloween time. You were getting wild. All right. I he said you on, were getting wild. When I knocked on this man's door, he opened the door exactly like that. <laughs> he was like, "What the he fuck do you want?" He opened the door. Why wouldn't I? It scared. <laughs> I'm, dude. I swear to God, I'm like eight or nine years old. He I'm said, just trying to sell cookies to the neighborhood. I think I live in a decent neighborhood. And when I open, a person bars. opens up the door and they go, "Hello," I was like. I was like, sir, not right now. We come back later. And I was like, oh god, I'm so sorry. I'm, it scarred me. I never said, tried I to sell another, another cookie again. You know, he said, you know, I don't you know, want none of these now, motherfuckers. Now wait a minute, wait a let's uh, let's get the story straight here. Let's get the story going back. You know, I I, I suffer from from a little thing because I can't remember dates, I can't remember names, but I can remember events uh-huh. pretty pretty well for those 34 years and. And, and all you people out there in the podcast land, well, I, here, I can't yell it. And I, I got to be real careful because the mic's real sensitive. Come here. Now, if you remember, when you were had, had those those cookies. <laughs> got it. You know what? I did it to him again, and it's been years since then, and I'm scarring him again. He's going to be on the podcast, the Booger booger Up. You don't even know what the fuck is. He's scared the shit out of me right there, Bob. God damn it. You said, where the fuck am I? When we we take a pause for the cause when this podcast comes up, boys and girls, uh, it's your job to clean what, what just happened. Oh, they don't no. pick okay. up for that. Well, it won't be the I, first I time. Clean up a lot of jizz in that chair. You come into the door, but I, when when 
when, when and if I ever have anybody coming to the door, I got to take advantage of it. You know what? I go to the grocery store probably once a week. They let me sneak out. And do you know what it's like to have a shopping cart and go through the grocery store? Imagine going to Aldi's. You got to have a quarter to use their shopping cart. <laughs> that people don't know what hit them. Not at all. It's Halloween time. But it's just September. It's Halloween time. Yeah. yeah. So, so 34 years. Yeah, 34. 34 years. You ran one of the. It was, and he mentioned this. I wanted to ask you. You can ask it. Actually, go ahead. Wasn't it like, at, like during the 90s or something? It was like in the top 10 like haunted houses in Ohio. Well, actually, um, we <clears throat> we have gone in many different directions and many different activities for the haunted hydro. Now, for those of you that are listening in uh, and you're not aware of what is a hydro. What the heck is a hydro? Well, it is a 1910 hydroelectric power plant that produced electricity for the city of Fremont from 1910 until about 1945. That's so cool. Three generators and a backup generator. Now, it did shut down at that point um, because it didn't have enough water coming down the Sandusky River on a yearly month-to-month basis. So they finally declared that, you know, it's not economically feasible to rebuild and redo it because at that point in 1940s, um, there was more better methods of getting electricity. And it was actually the coal-burning style of of industry that, that produced electricity. So to get back to the story... Um, the haunted hydro itself started out not as as the hydroelectric power plant. Uh, it started back in 1988 when I purchased a big piece of property in Fremont. I, they told me it had a cemetery on it. They lied. There, is that a lie? Yeah. Well, there was there was animals buried there. Oh, pet that cemetery. That was one of the questions <laughs> I had. Was one of the rumors was, of the town is that it was on a Native American burial ground or something like that. Well, actually, now now you're bringing up the truth. You see, it was the powwow area. Oh my gosh. For the Indians, the Wyandotte Indians, hey, and that was out. the That's meeting meeting grounds for trading and things of that nature okay um and they and the settlers and uh-huh. things of that nature because back then there there wasn't such a thing it was just a a river right and it actually uh, right at the point where the hydroelectric power plant is uh, a quarter of a mile away is the largest clay deposits uh on the sandusky river now why is that important well, for the early settlers, you didn't buy China because you couldn't ship it from England and bring it to the States. You okay, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they came there, and they would get the clay for their pottery and things of that nature. They would come there and get the clay to make uh, various uh, items that was necessary to live. Okay. And uh, after that point, uh, yeah, there's arrowheads found all the time. There is bones that from time to time are... Uh, Native American situations, I believe, and there have been some mm-hmm. documented mm-hmm. cases of it. Uh, there is a rumor that that, and, well, it's, it's actually not a rumor. There is um, in the history at the Hayes Presidential Center. Okay. You know what that is. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, they keep an accurate record of everything around in this area from the earliest of settlers uh, for the wars and the activities, the territorial disputes and uh, of the... Um, newly American type situations, but also of the Indians and things mm. of that nature. Mm. So 
um, they know who owned the property in the early days, which was not even a true boundary markers. With It was just settlements that were built when they found close water and proximities. They found camping and, and uh, uh, trees to make, make shelters with and things right. of that nature. So uh, there was a lot of history there. And actually, I still own a lot of the booklets and activities from that. Uh, we actually dedicated a building on the hydro area that uh, was every bit of strips of information and old photographs and things of that nature that I could get. And we were able to secure the entire property rights from 1903 all the way up to the current owner of when I owned it for the 34 years. Holy wow. shit. So that's insane. That's nuts. Uh, it's pretty, pretty amazing. And also, we have pictures of the 1911 flood where it just decimated everything that they had built to build the plant. So the buildings was built in 1910. It operated for a few months. And then the great flood of 1911 hit the city of Fremont, flooded everything, everything for the city of Fremont. Uh -huh. Now, it really wasn't called Fremont back then, by the way. It had a different name. But it was not Fremont. It was a, a different name under the assumption there. But uh, there was no flood walls they didn't even know what the heck a flood wall was okay but it flooded and everything else and in all the area where uh it is now on tiffin road completely was under 10 to 15 feet of water okay and there were deaths in the water because of drownings and things of that right. yeah, yeah, yeah that's nuts so there is a historical documentation of the 1913 flood the 1911 flood and then 1950s there was another massive floods generally speaking the Army Corps of Engineers dictates that once every 500 years, there is going to be a catastrophic flood that just decimates the entire areas. Now, it has happened several different times on several different levels, uh, but the 500-year floods were back in 1911 and 1913 mm -hmm. and did historic damage and destroyed everything in downtown Fremont, at, which is where it is now. Um, back in the uh, early... Uh, I believe it was the 70s. They did flood wall uh, decisions and tried to make, make it so that the city of Fremont could survive other floods because there was lots more floods that flooded downtown. So that's the story. There was deaths. There was drownings. And there is things that uh, nice. are paranormal that are at that building. And they are documented by the Bowling Green uh, mm. Drama Department and the film department oh yeah i was definitely the getting there department. i was definitely getting there so to that part right um, there and that's... we we work with orbs uh that's a, a organization that is extremely well versed and has great equipment to work with uh, if you ever get orbs orbs uh, make sure you check them out they do that usually once every two three months year round um and so most of the time they're booked out so you need to call and book it in advance or find uh -huh. out when they're doing it. So that's a little bit about the original activity, but we started with a barn. Really? A haunted Hydro, uh, which was the early years. We started in a maintenance barn on a golf course that was adjacent to where the current haunted Hydro is. Okay. Um, and we had a hay wagon right over there, and we decorated up the maintenance barn. And then we found out, oh, my God, this is so much fun. What, what year is this again? Uh, that was 1989 when we first started. Okay. We so bought the you... property in 1988 and in 1989. Took a year to it, build it up. It took a year to build up and get everything ready. Uh, it also came with a golf course. Yeah, Rivercliff. Rivercliff. Crazy Bob 
had a golf course. Well, that was Green Hills. It was River no, Cliff. It was oh, River Cliff. Sorry. Yeah, prior to River Cliff, it was called Thornwood Golf Course. Oh, wow. Okay. Thornwood Golf Course, a regulation nine hole uh, with two sets of tees. And so you could play 18 holes. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I only played it once. Really? <laughs> I threw the clubs all, I threw the clubs everywhere. And somebody, the said, course, and only somebody said, I threw them at them. Can you imagine me throwing clubs at somebody? Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you, does, he, does he have to move up on his mic a little no, bit? All right. Okay, cool. When you uh, bought the, I, it, it sounds fine. Okay, okay, we're good. When you bought the land, was it your plan to build a haunted house? or Nope. Like, I bought what? it because uh, it had a banquet hall. Uh, you know, Crazy Bob... Loved to make music. Boy, did I make music. Did you? I got in a lot of trouble for it, too. Oh. I almost had three more babies. I don't understand how. That's but it, awesome. You know, uh, DJs were popular back then. So, My man was uh, dipping his wick. So, so, no, it's called zipper problem, buddy. <laughs> the, the police call it that, anyway. And I don't know why that I know that. But anyway, the object is is that uh, with, the, with the DJ business, uh, we did it for a number of years, and we had three different sound systems, and uh, we did over a thousand weddings. We did it for 19 years. Wow! And it led into I wanted a banquet hall. Uh-huh. I wanted to have entertainment. I wanted to have more fun than should be allowed by law. brother. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so there was a banquet hall at the golf course. This guy's had a lot of years on that <laughs> laugh. That's a good laugh. And uh, all I can tell you is, is that uh, it it. It fit the needs of what we wanted. We started doing company corporation picnics. We started doing weddings with class reunions um, and all kinds of things that, that just came right in, as well as uh, leagues for volleyball, uh, horseshoes and championship pits. And we had five uh, sand volleyball. Man, you leagues. guys did a lot of stuff yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, Very buddy, active. we haven't stopped yet. I, in fact, as we go through tonight, you're going to see the new Crazy Bob. I... I, I I, I don't do that very often. Oh. But Crazy Bob is here tonight to tell you about the history. And he, he forced me to put the coat on. And he forced me to, you know, make sure I uncovered the... I usually wear a skin patch that covers up the blood. Right, the right, yeah. We, we, when you yeah, yeah. Out, give me your finger. Give him your finger. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Lick it, baby. Lick it. You won't. Ah, he's bad. You're a bad boy. Wash it down with a little bit of high life. Oh, no, he told me before, he says, do something so I can drink a beer every once in a while. Dude. I figured that would go good. <laughs> so, but, uh, shit like shit. so, uh, we did this to, to get a, a banquet hall. Uh, we also had a golf course clubhouse, uh, for Thornwood public golf course. And, uh, it had a little restaurant in it and all kinds of stuff. Boy, I could, you should see the stuff I could cook on a grill. Oh, was that so? Finger foods, you know what I mean? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Finger foods? Don't they fall through the tracks? Yeah. Everybody wonders why I got into the Halloween business. Free meat. You're not wrong. Free meat. Free meat, baby. Finger foods. <laughs> you know, a lot of people went into the hydro, and for some strange reason, everybody says there's not very many people coming out. <laughs> All I can tell you is, is that there are three turbo pits in that building. You know what a turbo pit is? Uh -uh. What's that? Boy, you guys are just virgins. Uh, As an engineer, you know, uh, an amateur engineer, uh, that's where the water went down. And uh, as it went down, it was called a corkscrew um, shaft. 
kind of like a, 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 right. slide, a slide. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the slide turned because the water forced it as a gear and the shaft mm. turned and then was on a cog. Okay. Now, if you, if you imagine, you know, knuckles on two different sprockets catching it, it would be vertical and then it would be horizontal going into the building, which okay. went over to a generator. Uh-huh. And then there's a big building in there. Uh, that had the three generators in there plus an emergency generator. Did they leave them? Uh, they or... were there until um, all scrap metal was collected for the war efforts. Uh... And they took everything out except there is one item in there which nobody really knows and nobody ever sees, but it's been there the entire time. The overhead trolley system uh, for the entire length of the building, which is 140 feet and uh, 45 feet wide, there is a overhead trolley which would pick up the generators. Ever so often, about every three three years, they had to be rewound and changed. Yeah, maintenance. To produce electricity for it, uh, and they would pick it up and move it. Well, that trolley system is not electric. It produced electricity for that building, but if the building was shut down, there was no electricity really being made. Right. Not enough to power a huge overhead trolley. Right. So it's a manual. Oh, wow. You have to pull the chains to lift something that's probably, I'm just guesstimating, I have no true knowledge, but it's probably five to seven tons of windings. And you pulled that up, and then this, and then you had to pull a different set of chains to pull the trolley to run it down the building and to put it into a very large wagon with 14 to 16 wheels that just dispersed the weight and everything okay and then it would go to a factory somewhere right and then be rewound Does it, can you still use it till this day it can be still used wow. that's so that's cool nuts. i moved it about three years ago that's so cool dude i hung something up that i had to move bodies <laughs> rot <Jesus. laughs> I, had to move I had to move it that's it so was cool. Ripe, if you know what I'm no, saying. I know. So anyway, <laughs> you. no, 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 no. You don't know. So that's what, know. that's what so that's what is still there. Uh, it does qualify it if it ever goes to somebody else's hands. Uh, it, by the way, it's no longer in my hands. I I I, I cleaned my hands of it about uh-huh. four yeah. months ago, but uh, uh, it has that, and that qualifies it in many different ways to be a historical national registration oh, for structure. Sh- yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. But along with that, that means you've got to put it historically back. Right, how it was. And I don't want people finding the bodies. <laughs> I True. did something there that was a no-no. <laughs> he said they can keep them. <laughs> they, no, they don't want to find them. Yeah, there is a basement. Keep them. By the way, there is a basement, a truly honest area. Not like a crawl space? It, it's, well, it's 12, 12, 12 feet wide, and it's the distance of it horizontally is 40 feet. The oh. building is 44 feet, so mm-hmm. it's it's not a crawl space. And it's oh, solid. yeah, that's big. It's solid, but it, it there's also uh, ceramic terminals in there where the cables came down and did something in that room. Now, whether it was a massive, some sort of a power shutdown situation for each uh generator because i i imagine they it the generators produced like one leg on each side yeah uh, three legs yeah. per generator so there'd be nine uh, legs going down there right now i do not know we could not find anything and i do i've never seen architectural plans of the building when it was in uh, full operational 
but uh, there's bound to be something somewhere by somebody. So if you're out there and you're listening and you got something of that nature, hey, find me, Crazy Bob, Fremont, Ohio. Um, I would love to either make a copy of it and give it to the new owner, uh-huh. uh, and I'd also like to keep a copy for myself. Yeah. Or if you want to sign it and date it that you gave it to us, um, then we would have to be happily to put it in the museum. That'd, That'd be all, cool. yeah. Hell so yeah. with it being that close to the Sandusky River all the meters, it never like flooded in the basement or anything? Like oh, you... yeah. It, you, there are <laughs> marks in the building, which we never changed. There are marks in the building. The 1913 flood was actually up inside the building almost seven feet. Wow. Holy. It flooded everything. Wow. Flooded everything. Yeah, so it's you can imagine cool. having all them generators down there. They're just fried. Well, they they can shut it down, but once the moisture gets in the windings, yeah. they're, they're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're done. Yeah. Especially during that those years. Right. That situation. Man, and the, imagine the price to fix that or completely rebuild it, too. And they had to do it twice. Twice. Not once, but twice. 1911. 1911 got up about two, three feet in the building. 1913 was a bigger flood, and it was actually about seven feet inside the building. Now, there is big architectural, uh, probably the building itself inside the building, the windows are massive arch windows, and uh, the ceilings inside the building are 44 feet tall. Oh, my God. Oh, it's tall. The windows facing the river, and there's a five, or (coughs) I think there's five massive windows that were all the way arched up and they were curved at the top rounded at the top and uh, uh we've got pictures of those uh from the early years so we do have pictures of that that's nature. so cool so did Man. you ever like give tours uh, um, we other did, than the haunted we did um uh, a lot of times uh, when we would do press programs and things of that nature, a lot of people wanted to see what it looked like when the lights were on. I always liked doing it in the dark. <laughs> there you yeah. go. But, you know, if they're pressed, then you need to keep them happy. So, yeah. Uh, and it wasn't my fault that that guy from NBC fell down the steps. Fuck it. Should have been standing there. Sucker, it better not argue with me next time. Hell so, no. Feed anyway, <laughs> uh, Toby. Uh, but we did, we did do tours. Um, and actually, for the paranormal groups, mm-hmm. they get to go in. And now each, each thing could be changing with the new owner. But uh, we put them in at 10 o'clock at night, locked the doors. And then they were the only ones inside the building so they could do their setting of their uh, instrumentation and their... Uh, uh, videos of right. ray and the heat and all the other stuff so in, involved in that what is the craziest uh things that have happened when they go in there and investigate without a doubt go to youtube uh and google uh, google in youtube uh haunted hydro and you will see probably 15 to 20 different movies that are documentations not by us but by the people who were in there and they are the ones to tell you what they saw me, I just mm-hmm. took it for normal. Yeah, I would imagine. He's like, hey, yo, Sydney, right keep it down I, over there. I actually, in the beginning, I actually lied to people. Oh, we mm-hmm. don't have any ghosts here. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I lost staff. Staff would run. Really? They get shook mm-hmm. up. Really? I heard. Go to the I heard hydro where yeah, there's I, a there's a guy, and I think they still live in Woodville. I, uh, uh, Les mm-hmm. and Tara Burrow, husband wife team. And Les came up with the name, and they called him Concrete Man. 
Okay. Now, he would be walking, and you could hear absolute real footsteps. And and it were and they weren't shoes; they were boots. And you could hear yeah. him walking at different points in different places. And everybody started saying, "Oh, it's it's so and so, or it's such and such, and it's so and so." And and it they it it didn't go away; it kept staying there. Yeah. Then there's also a little girl. Now I myself heard the concrete man. I just lied. I said it was some. It was me. Yeah, yeah, of course, because you don't want to have all these people running away. Yeah, they did. I would lose anywhere from five to ten people every year, then, well, and a lot of people would refuse to go back in it. And sometimes they would just walk out the door saying, "That's it, I'm gone." I know a lot of the high school kids too that work at the movie theaters, like in downtown Fremont. Like they refuse to work the night shift. They say it's pretty haunted up there. Well, any old building's gonna creak, rattle, and groan. Right. Yeah. And any old building that's on the river faces dual thermal issues because they've got cold water and they've got a building that's been baking during the sun and warm yeah and warm so uh iron pings this is another engineering thing but and and i checked a lot of different activities because it's like you got to prove to me that it's more than just mr joe blow right 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 right. so but uh the re-rod in that particular building is almost two inches thick that's twice the size of my thumb Right. Yeah, that's the thick. re-rod yeah. has to hold back thousands of pounds of water. And water's consistency by weight is like seven pounds to the gallon. Okay. And imagine a flood holding cell that weighs so much weight, it has to have the strength to hold all of that water in. Yeah. And when the water's going down that turbo pit, its forces push it out. So it has to be contained so that the water continues to push that right. spinning wheel. So it, there's a lot of structure, a lot of stress on that building. Yeah. The ceiling on the building is actually 20 inches thick is cement. Gosh. It is a cement building because otherwise it'd rip the top. If it was just a wood top, it'd rip it. Rip right. It Have you had to patch it then over the years? Never had to touch it. That's that's nuts. that's wild. Never had to touch it. That it gets surface flack, and it's been reconditioned back long before I I acquired it. Uh, and I acquired it in 1993, um, from the original owner. I had usage of it a little before that, just with a right an agreement. Yeah, but I bought the building in 1993, um, and maybe 10 years before that they had gone in and done a surface preparation uh-huh. so the f- outer skin flacking is was was minimal so so have you never because you mentioned that you saw you've visually have heard and potentially seen or whatever of the cement man but I, i've never seen it i visually know that it was there because i could feel it walking through me what and that i but i you know i let everybody else Make their own decision. Yeah. On the YouTubes, I am, I am emphatic that I want nothing to say or nothing to do so that people are not feeling coerced. Biased, yeah. right. Biased or coerced into admitting something that yeah. yay or nay. Um, and it that's proven to be a very good format. We've had Thor. We've had Ohio Paranormal Institute, we, which, by the way, did a complete uh, television program for 44 minutes 
of that of what they found and how they found it. And when they came, they had three rider trucks that were box trucks that were about twenty foot with a with the yeah boxes yeah, yeah, yeah. packed wall to wall, top to bottom with instrumentation. And they set up like like seventeen cameras in all different parts, which were unified on a monitor um, that collected all of them simultaneously. Yeah, okay. you could see them all at once you could see them on all a screen. Once, yeah, so yeah. that if they saw it go from one vision to the other vision to the other vision, they could follow, right. yeah. they could follow it and they could do different things. And the same thing was true with their sound because they mic'd, oh my God, they mic'd everything that you could possibly imagine. From I'd the, imagine. From I mean, the, they have to in a sense. From the ceiling to the middle of the building to the bottom of the building to the the pit in the bottom of the basement. Right. Uh, they did all that. They did the outside areas around the building. Um, because they wanted to see if it was traffic or if it was weather conditions or things of that uh-huh. nature or sounds of animals, natural habitat right. on the river. And um, we, by the way, have an eagle's nest that is probably two blocks away. Yeah. You ever seen an eagle catch a fish and that fish is squealing like a little pig? No, uh-huh. I haven't, not that part. No. Oh, yeah. And I've the, seen the an river's eagle's right nest, there though. beside you. Yeah. And cranes. When the cranes go down for, for, for things of that nature. And, of course, we have raccoons. We have skunks. We have, you know, everything. Yeah, you got a lot nature. of deer. You got a lot of natural wildlife. And you don't know what those sounds are. And when the mating season comes around, yeah. it's even oh. more interesting to yeah, see what my the mating, hell's going on. My noises would be crazy. So all I can tell you is it's an interesting <laughs> it's an interesting thing. But after 34 years... I think I've heard it all, I including humans. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I would imagine that would have to be a every thing once in a while. I catch people sneaking in. Oh uh, really? They like to do the dirty at the haunted hydro. You catch people like trespassing. Hey! That's crazy. Hey, what are you doing over here? You didn't invite me. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> he walks up with a blood on his head. He's like, hey, yeah, literally, what are he's we like, doing? And then just... you hear screaming. Somebody's running, trying to grab their clothes, and they're running right out there. <laughs> like, I tell you what, it's I'm the ready. funniest thing you've ever seen. I would seen. imagine. Oh, I would imagine. Never ever take a video of it though. I'm like, <laughs> nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> you get in trouble. Hey, you want to watch this, boys? Girls, come on, watch this. It's like, oh my god, that re- that's bad. So, so involved with all the uh, in, uh, investigations that have happened there. Did you believe beforehand, before they got there, that it was haunted, or was that something that was proven to you? Well, that's a, that's that's a two-edged sword. Did I believe in the paranormal before then? Did you believe in the paranormal there? I believe that I have a, I have a communication um with my grandmother oh wow okay uh now i don't know that i've heard voices in my head and i don't believe in that format but i do believe that i've received positive power from my grandmother her name was nola nip uh, a, a true german name and uh she's long past of course but uh through the different things that i've done you know i would look up and just you know Granny, what am I supposed to do? You know, type of thing. So, yeah. And she, she was my granny. That was what I called her as a little kid. But um, I do believe that that I had some guidance from something. Uh-huh. And to me, that was the strongest connection I could understand as a as a uh, preteen, a teenager. Um, and then when I was about uh, twenty, 
four, she passed away. And uh, after that point, you know, I just, I've, I've always looked at her photograph and she's a, a blessing to a positive situation. 100%, yeah. But as far as answering to something that, you know, it's a ghost. I'm a ghost. <laughs> okay. You know, I true. I, I touch, I feel, I smell. You know, yeah. I fart. <laughs> yeah, I do yeah. be, I do be ripping the ass. I rip them, baby. Oh, <laughs> girls, <laughs> girls run like hell. Anyway, uh, and you know, you know, if you have an ex-wife or a wife, you want it to be an ex. <laughs> eat lots oh of beans. <laughs> eat lots of beans. Oh man, egg salad's a good <laughs> is one a too. You want to be oh, an egg salad, salad. A Dutch oh, oven. You, you get to drift, my man. You egg get to salad drift. with a Dutch oven. So does she. So, so, but to answer the the true question that you're really at, the second part of that sword, the other side, is that did I believe that you could have paranormal? You know, I've watched uh all the TV shows. All the TV yeah. shows and all that kind of stuff. And, and some of it's real hokey. Some of it's marginally understandable. And then there's a few, a, a golden few, that actually come in to see if they can duplicate it. <clears throat> because if they can't duplicate it with what is confirmed by somebody else, then it's you have to start from scratch and go all through the whole right. process okay, yeah. and everything else. Well, that's when I say go to YouTube, you like watch to see what was done at the Haunted Hydro, what they've done. And I myself created a mirror. Uh, it was called a shattered mirror. Okay. Um, and so it had, um, it had a mirror intact, but it was crackled. It, okay. it wasn't broken. Right. It was, it was crackled. just cracked all over, like a bunch of spider web. Correct. Yeah. I gotcha. And, um, the Bowling Green video department, um, which had been given a gift of a million dollars to rebuild and restart from scratch with all their activities, they came the year after the building was completed and they had. They had multiple cameras. They had sound systems. They had, uh, and it was all college kids that wanted to say, "That's crazy." Bob's full of bullshit. Right. Okay. Well, prove me wrong. Oh God, this is, I love this. And and um, when they came in, they set up different things, and they didn't do it once. They did it twice because the first time, half of the kids left. Oh shit! Wow. Half okay. of the kids left. They went out and set in a bus. They're like, "Fuck really? this!" And the second time they came, they were better prepared. They did more documentation. They did more activities, and they themselves. And this particular item, I went in the next the next night uh, after they had finished their first initial filming, and I went to the mirror, and I took mm -hmm. photographs. If they can see it, why can't I? And I did get something because I took the picture uh, early in the night. And then, because a lot of times I'd go in and work in the building. Right. Uh, and it, for me to work in there when there's nobody else there, it's peaceful, it's quiet. Right. And for small business people, there's no cell phones being used. There's no interruptions by, by somebody coming in. Hey, Bob, you want another shot of Jack? <laughs> you know. Well, I'm sure 20... 
twenty foot walls of concrete, you don't get any cell phone reception. Actually, in there. they're they're three foot thick. They are the walls are three foot solid concrete, and no, you cannot receive. Most people cannot receive uh, any cell phone inside the hydro of the building itself. The courtyard area, yes, but not mm-hmm. inside the building. And what you have, to, what we had to do was actually have a uh, tether line uh, with an antenna outside. And then bring it inside and put an Ethernet connection so okay. we could yeah. get yeah. signals inside the building. Um, and that worked really good. But the problem was the building kept getting struck by lightning. And oh, the shit. lightning would hit our little antenna. Oh, oh my gosh. And, and then fry, fry everything. everything. We oh, did, my gosh. We lost about seven antennas Jeez. in the 30 Why does the lightning years. keep hitting it? Because of the antenna? Nope. Where's the building located? Oh, On the river. river. Where's the, where does the river, where does river water go? It goes to the lowest level area. It's a natural grounding rod. Gotcha. That is massive. It's massively low and it's where the water flows. So. Makes sense. And the building is right there in the water. In where, because the turbo pits led back out to the river and it went back yeah, I mean, down you're, the river. You're, you're talking a couple, basically in a couple feet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, right in it. Yeah. Right Has erosion, it. like, taken any effect on it? No. Um, not really, uh, because that was built solid. Okay. It was poured as one concrete pad. And, and it was, again, sometimes the things that were built back in the early 1900s, have shit was built to last it was built to last and and it it has proven itself over and over and over Mm -hmm. and over because we've had a lot of big floods and things of that nature but uh but for that reason um i could stay there at night work and not be interrupted and there would be many things that just were out of the norm even for me Mm. so there was a girl and we all agree it's a Smaller child, probably six to eight years of age, five to eight years of age, somewhere in that rail. And we found that one of the original uh, settlers, who was a who was a farmer, him and his wife, and he had five kids. And um, at the time, the the land was not titled. It was just where people built and grew right. their farms and, and everything just, else. Right. Settled. Yeah. So <clears throat> eminent domain was declared, mm-hmm. and they forced the settlers mm-hmm. out of there to put in the hydroelectric power plant. Okay. Uh, all he had to his name was the farm that he was doing, the animals he was mm-hmm. raising, the things that he did for other people, which was minor carpentry and things of that nature. Uh, we do have his name, but I don't want to say it. Yeah, right, uh, yeah. So. And uh, uh, it is documented. Um, they came in with eminent domain because he had refused to move. Uh, his wife wanted to leave, and the children were in that situation. He hung himself in the cabin. Holy oh my shit. Right there on the property oh. where the hydro is today. Oh, my gosh. And the littlest child in that family was a female six to eight years of age five to eight years of age. yeah and so we think that this is the wailing mm. of, of that the, daughter. oh my and you gosh. can clear as a bell uh there's a gentleman here in fremont who was my host um uh, i'm in clyde sorry 
but in Fremont, uh, he was a history teacher for the Fremont Junior High for 30 years. Uh, Who Jeff, was it? Jeff um, George was his name. Mr. George. Mr. George. Jeff George at Fremont Junior High School. Uh, he's now currently still working uh, as a agent for Wealthy Financial. Um, and he can, to this day, he hosted most of my paranormal activities because he could tell all about the history of Fremont. He could tell all about the history of the building. And he himself has heard multiple times that little girl. That's that's that wild. so wild because he was there more than I was in in situations of that nature yeah. and clear as a bell, not muffled, not argumentally that it was something up the road right at the top of the hill, which is the Lady of the Pines. Yep, a Catholic nun retreat, mm-hmm. and God bless them. They were very gracious to me for many many years and allowing me to do my activities for everybody, uh, and I wish them the very best. But there was no sounds. Outside the building, there were different microphones set up in different places. And inside of a three-foot-thick concrete wall, we could hear people. We could hear people. That's And there was nothing on the outside of the building. That's nuts. Yeah, that's wild. So, you know, Jeff George, still alive today, and he did it probably, I want to say he probably did it for 12 years for me. Wow, and he and, yeah, and at different times of the years, at the spring, in the summer, in the fall, in the winter, because uh, we had people that wanted to come in the winter time, when the, that was the only time they could all get together. We right. had people from Canada, all over the United States, come as groups uh, and rent the facility from me, because they they wanted absolutely nobody else in there, and it's like, well, okay, you're paying for the premium, right? Yeah, of so, course, yeah, of course. You know, I, I gotta, I gotta be somehow able to pay for the coffins. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> did people? Um. Did you ever sleep in there? You ever take? I have fallen asleep in there more times than I wish to tell. <laughs> and nothing ever happened. Like you never slept there overnight. I've had situations where, when I wake up the next morning, it was the weirdest damn thing I've ever thought about. You get some of them were very sexy your... too, by the way. Nice. <laughs> nice. Do people like try to try to stay there? Oh, yeah. And we've allowed them to. I mean, in fact, I prefer that they come at the evening because then we are shut down from working. We're shut down from interruptions with deliveries or right. or whatever the case may be. Um, and uh, a lot of good people work together as volunteers to help me continue from the from the day we started to the day to my last day there. And uh, I want to say thank you as a shout out to everybody who was there as part of my staff for Beth and Bob Turner. So, yeah, thank you guys uh, very, very much. Um, Three and a half decades. That's a a, a good run. Yeah, that's that's why. Well, actually, uh, we are in the top 5% of people still surviving in an industry that um, has gone far beyond. And when I say that... um, Places like Universal Studios in Orlando and Walt Disney World. Right, two Cedar Point. And Cedar Point. Uh, and actually, Cedar Point never started their haunted events. Uh, we were in business for 15 years before they ever were. Oh, wow. Uh, but they bought a place called Dorhe Park, which was in California. And it was doing Halloween events 
long before any other major parks. And at that particular time, we were a golf course. We were uh, a sports complex type of facility. We had banquets for all different kinds of That's companies. That's wild because I never knew that. I never knew so, that it wasn't you know, the hydro it, the whole time. It was the hydro the whole time. And we also, for four years before I finally shut the and sold the golf course, uh, we did the uh, Renaissance Festival there. Okay. We had four years of the of a Renaissance Festival, hired some of the best jousters and had three major stages and running. That's so but cool. What happened awesome. was that uh, when 9-11 occurred and the terrorist attack was in September, September 11th, 2001, um, fear and terror was not a business to be in. Right, uh, yeah. And so, um, again... We did many, many good things with the, for the uh, military. We did many good things for the firemen. In fact, we just finished uh, my last official charity was with the Ohio safety team. Uh, this year, uh, back in June, uh, we did a, a bike rally uh, to raise money. I think we raised a couple of thousand dollars for one of the firemen at, in New York. Uh, for That's his, awesome. his uh, funding that is a charity and a scholarship type program. So uh, there again, that was with the Ohio safety team, which I'm an honorary member of uh, because they do a lot of great things and a lot of good, good activities. And they were staffing for my parking. They were staffing mm. for my EMTs. When you do, when you have, when you have several thousand people, I don't care what's going on, you know, right. you know, never know what's going on. Some right. of them are just right. drunk, right. some right. of them are just stupid, mm-hmm. and some <laughs> of them are, you know, <laughs> way out there. Yeah, I, I would imagine you would have a couple do, staff. Do you know way. the word Narcan? <laughs> well, let me tell you, maybe. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, and we also are, uh, the Haunted Hydro has the infamous title with the American Red Cross uh, back in uh, 2000. Seven, we had an unfortunate situation, which was actually from Clyde, Ohio. Ah. A young lady, uh, again, no names are given, but uh, it's documented with the American Red Cross. Uh, five of us were given uh, a certificate for saving a life. Really? She came in. Um, she um, was with not her usual boyfriend. She was with a guest of the boyfriend. Um she came in. She never got inside the building. She went to one of the vendors where he had merchandise and sales and all that kind of stuff. And uh, she went over to get a necklace, a glow-in-the-dark necklace. Yeah. And she fell to the ground. Oh, my. And she had no pulse. She had no breathing. Um, and the gentleman who uh, was with us as the EMT at the time uh, jumped right into action. And we were on the we had no defibrillator because at that time most people didn't have defibrillators. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we did get the sheriff's department to respond with a defibrillator in less than two and a half minutes. Holy shit. Um, and the gentleman who was my EMT at the time who worked for me personally, um, jumped in and on the, uh, he, they gave artificial respiration. We had an uh, oxygen tank there, and she was given some oxygen at the same time with, as we were going back through all of the process. And all I can tell you is that on the, the deputy arrived, he brought the defibrillator over, and my EMT says, I started it, I continue it, uh, not as a good Samaritan, but as a certified EMT. Right. And, and it, as the first responder, 
on the first on the first jolt nothing on the second jolt nothing the sheriff says it's time to pull it and he says this is my call and on the third time of the defibrillator he did the resuscitation and it came back good she was life flighted to toledo she lived for six more months because she had already previously had four heart attacks prior to our location. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. She wow. was with a guest, but she literally was supposed to be wearing a necklace uh, for it called a DNR. Oh Do non resuscitate. Her family here in Clyde thanked us very graciously because she was able to have Christmas with the family. Oh, uh, but my. sometime in March, uh, her last situation took the life of the young lady. But five of my people, including myself, have a nice leather-bound edition that says, congratulations on your uh, heroic award uh, for saving a life. So nice. that's, wow. that's awesome. awesome. That's... So there is another one that was legitimately dead at the Haunted Hydro. <laughs> no, this where we get all the way to the <laughs> end of that. Okay. <laughs> And who knows what really, God rest the soul of anybody who goes through that situation. But there is things there that just transist into many different situations. Sorry about that. Uh, I'm looking over at my, you have a you have a powerhouse guy back there. Yeah, you know? oh yeah. He's, and who's yeah. that name, the guy back there? Taylor. Taylor, if I, if I, if I screw up, just tell, you know, get the bull with that. I fine. like those kind of things. No, don't you're tell him that. We screw up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want ah, right? yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't give him no yeah. weapon, Taylor. I know how to make that bullwhip crack, baby. <laughs> Trust me. Those girls love it. So, so you're not so since you're not the owner of the hydro anymore, do you still are the new owners still cool enough to let you like just come in and like well, walk around? Or? Let me explain. Uh, because Because I'd love a tour, dude. The major, I love history. The major operations of of that type of activity. At one time we had nine different major attractions. We had uh, a haunted golf cart trail. I had a golf course. So we had a haunted golf cart trail. Wow. Well, no. Everybody's got the, you know, the hay wagons and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, we had a hay wagon too. And it went back through where we had the Renaissance Village. Um, and we had uh, a maze, a wooden maze with fencing and everything. We had, they took the banquet hall and turned it into the Beetlejuice Playground. Okay. And uh, we had a full commercial kitchen, so we produced finger fries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, did we produce the finger fries? And, and of course, you got some some chili and Tabasco sauce on it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes, Tabasco sir. sauce. Need that a little so, spice. A little. No, well, it it, it gave it the red like ketchup, <laughs> if, if you know what I mean. Mm. So anyway. All kinds he's just of good thinking stuff. about food and spicy shit. I'm like that's not what he's talking about. Nick. Nah. He's not talking about all you out there in podcast land. Just use your imagination. <laughs> that's all I can tell you. Uh, but but uh, we did that, and uh, we had the haunted hydro. Uh, we had uh, paintball, and I will say uh, there was a great group of guys that participated, and we went through all kinds of craziness. But um, it was the Ballville. Fire department, a Volleville fire volunteer fire department, and those guys needed money for a fire engine. Mm. They needed money for new suits. They needed money for equipment. So I came up with this great idea. You know, a fireman's suit is very heavy. Calendar suit. It's, it's like it's like Carhartt's. 
only it's double the thickness of a car. Right. right. And fire it's resistant. treated with fire treatment. So, and it's got insulation on and, and, and kind of, I don't think it really has tin foil on the inside, but they Kevlar, Mylar yeah, or yeah, something or another. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they got all kinds of stuff to keep the heat out. But what I really was doing was, hey, guys, you want to make some money? <laughs> well, yeah, let me tell you how it is. Come on down, to, and Crazy Bob's got a moneymaker for you. And at the time, it was only $3. It was okay. only $3. And I got about 15 paintball guns. <laughs> and you know you have those little little holster. Yeah, the big old, yeah. The big loaders in there. And you could get 30 shots for $3. That's a deal. That's a deal. That's, that's a, a deal, deal for the shooter. I'm that's like, a deal for I'm the like, shooter, but yeah. that's a bad shooter. Thing. Those poor guys were out there, oh, 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 and they got the helmets, and they got the... I'm like, I'll got, take and, two and, clips, and please. It, I, you know, they were teasing me, saying, we want windshields that just go like this, because they're getting plastered with yellows and reds, and you know, because oh. you have to have different colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You because if you got everybody shooting blue or everybody shooting red, You're not everybody, see. nobody knows where they're hitting. Yeah. So you have to have uh, that. And, and of course... <laughs> You know, some of these pe- some of these people that did the deal, the three dollar deal, they could buy a they could buy a ten dollar one. <laughs> oh, was that a that was a good deal? Because <laughs> we sold a lot of ten dollar ones. They made money. They did good, and we thanked them. They did it for several different years, um, and finally, some of the older guys says, "We're not doing that no more. That hurts. <laughs> that, that still hurts." And we right. turned the air down on those guns. You know, you can control with the CO2 down and, you know, and all this. And, you know, there were times where the pod didn't even break. But the those problem the with worst, it. The oh, worst. Oh, that, but the problem was it's October. And in it's October, cold. it's cold. And oh, when it's cold, so those things fro- don't turn into yeah. soft pellets. Oh, you gotta, they turn into like, ice like you, had to get, you had to get the other paintball because there's two different seasons of paintballs. I'm not oh, no, at, that time, at that time? There was just one type of paintball. Just boys. one type. Yeah. Just one type of paintball. And bah, 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 I even went down there and shot some of them. <laughs> I am like, let me get two clips, please. All I can tell you is it was a lot of fun, uh, and we've worked with many different charities. Um, the year that we had the terrorist attack was probably the funniest year because uh, normally uh, we did ten thousand plus people in a matter of one one month, uh, going anywhere from thirteen days to nineteen days. Um, when that occurred, we had a dunk tank, which we did. We used during the summer for the games and activities right, right, right. with companies and corporations and all that kind of stuff. So we got the dunk tank and we brought it down there. Now, please, everybody's going to pick on me because of you shouldn't have done that. That's, that's, that's not right. That's racist. We put Osama bin Laden and oh. you threw the balls to dunk Osama bin Laden <laughs> And boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, ghouls and goblins and anything else out there that's on this podcast, I will tell you, we raised money for the families of the warriors. I love that. We gave it to the to the army that particular year. And we did because that year was a bloodbath for us. And that was not that's not a nice term that we use. Yeah, because fear and terror was not a good business. And. All we could do was just survive that year. Right. Uh, we only did about four thousand people. Okay. Which means yeah. we didn't even cover. Yeah, cost. not even. Yeah. It didn't even cover cost. Um, and actually, my staff that year, 
came back and over half of them donated the money back so that we could open the next year in 2002. That is beautiful. Oh, that is dude. Awesome. And you see, all I, I can think I about, got goosebumps. All I can think about is that that dude up there volunteering to sit there <laughs> and the amount of shit that was talked to him. Oh, and he's he, like, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm here getting paid. Uh, he, he actually wore a turban. Yeah, oh, I would imagine so. All the stuff and and, oh. and he'd get down there and he had a wetsuit on underneath. Uh huh. He had it was that cold. We put uh, those uh, propane cylinders underneath the the because it was a metal deck. Yeah, and a to metal try tank and keep it warm. To try to keep it warm for. Him. Wow, yeah, that's that's. Uh, Buddy, when they say crazy Bob, can you I imagine? say they say crazy. I'm crazy, bro. I can just see a little family. So, this is for America, uh, but. Dude. every year we would do something and we would do a donation. And the other thing that we did just as for fun, because you ask about what did we do? Um, we have received for big brothers, big sisters, the founding yeah, award yeah. for them. Uh, we received year after year after year, the JC's partnership award uh, for, because we use the JC's for the first seven years as our staff and our programs. Uh, but we had what was called sledge car. Oh my oh, god! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's where you 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 you, gotta, you have a choice of a handheld mini sledge, or you could do an eight pounder, ten pounder, or the big boy pounder, the twelve, and you could do it with uh, a dollar a hit, or you could do it for twenty dollars till you couldn't hit it anymore. What a deal! You probably that's all like, oh, twenty bucks 20s, every time. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna throw twenty at that for sure. And, Get some stress and out. How many times can you hit till you can't hit it no more? Probably like eight. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm gonna take the eight some, pounder. Some of the girls were like that, and I'm not saying you're a girly girl. Yeah. You know, but well, I, no. I, you see that mustache? She's not a girly girl. Look at that mustache. I, that's we the, talked about that earlier. That's and the I can't flavor say it on saver, here now. baby. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that mustache earlier, but we can't say it on here now. But <laughs> I all I can. Oh, and you got the beard too. You got the mustache in the beard. That's the oh, flavor saver, baby. There's the, yeah. That's yeah, the flavor saver, baby. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that smells good. Yeah, I understand that one. <laughs> I, anyway, that's why I low key miss Here we go. Uh, but we would do a sledge car. And we did that for God, probably 10, 12 different years off and on different situations. And the, if you wanted the tail lights, that cost you $5. If you wanted the mirrors, that's a $5. If you wanted the side windows, that's $10. If you wanted the front windshield, that's 50 I would have paid fifty bucks. I'm not gonna lie. I swear I would have. And paid if you wanted back, windshield. I would have had that moment and been so. Oh, it would have been well, so we beautiful. we even took pictures and posted it on the internet of you. Nice. So you know, I I hey, if you can do that, I love you, baby. And we'd raise money for other different charities. That's and awesome. Over the years, we have donated very generously with many different charities. That's awesome. Sounds um, like uh, you got. Oh, you go first. I went out because I his casket's knocking. And I know that Crazy Bob has to go, but there is extra Bobs that are coming along. We're going through a whole cycle in this episode. It's going to be a beautiful thing. And we are getting to the point where that casket is knocking. I want to have everybody walk through one question to Crazy Bob. And then you got to get in your casket because you got to be the, you got to be the oh, new I, man you are I now. I promised I would be back. I, there's something in the casket waiting. I would imagine so. Oh, it's Crazy well, Bob for a reason. Well, I, I, you know, all of us need a masseuse. 
and and there's a masseuse waiting. So you I'm, know, down. I'm not going to stay with you guys and hang all night. Oh, I know, and, I know, and, I know. And, and I don't know what's in that bottle, but you know, I know what's in my casket. That's Elijah Craig. You know, I, I'm one of the few people that have a burial for two. I, I love that. That's so funny. I, everybody's like, well, you know, how do you do this? Well, you just got to know how to put it together, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, question. All right, yeah, go around. Go around the circle. So would... Tell us your name so that everybody knows you. Hi, everybody. I'm Nick, and my question's for Crazy Bob. Good. Um, Hi, Nick. Well, Nicky, <laughs> I, would we still be able to get, like, a tour of the history of the plant? Well, I'll, that now that you bring that up, I will answer that one in the simplest way that I can. I sold it as a turnkey operation, meaning I vetted the people who would buy it. I've had it up for sale for about three years. I've had many different people look at it in different situations. Financially, it's a big commitment. Uh, mentally, it's a huge commitment in a business because it's not something that's done overnight. Right. It takes us about six to eight months to build it every year because we really destroy it and start from scratch or we recreate everything that's done with it. That's what I loved watching when I go growing up around there. I would always see them working months. I would be going out there to play golf and I would see them start to walk out yeah. there working around and I'm like, why are you guys there? You got like four or five more months, but they're <laughs> they're grinding, dude. No, we it, it actually takes a group of about six to eight people working the weekends and some evenings uh, during the week and things of that nature. And it takes about six to eight months to rebuild it. Now, the person that approached me um, back at the back in April, May, late April, first of May, um, struck my attention. Uh, his name is Kevin Stitch, uh, very, very intelligent and highly motivated individual. He has been in the industry for about 15 years. He owns seven wow. active other major haunts in five different states. Oh, wow. And he That's bought wild. the hydro to be one of his anchors for his um, syndicate hydro LLC. Wow. And uh, he's next year, he's putting in a bigger, better commitment for sound and for lighting and for different things because he didn't take it over until after halfway to Halloween. Right. I had already got everything going for halfway to Halloween. Every year we do a, a two day or um, really three day, but a two day major format for halfway to Halloween um, and the preparations and activities. It was too fast, too quick. And he still had other haunts that he had to get ready yeah. and establish. So right. I finished it out to that point. And then in June, July, uh, the actual transition from my to him. And that was, as I said, a turnkey. So once Crazy Bob walked out the door, I had to move my coffin. Oh, oh my God. So, so no <laughs> more. I can't keep it on the property. No because more history tours. They, you know, they, it's not my fault that bodies just disappear. It Man. wasn't me. It's mm, whatever me. I love history. That's why I was just so intrigued so, about the building and stuff. Kevin I'm Stitch. Like, now, the one thing that is good about it, and I, I apologize for interrupting, uh, the park manager's name is Casey Heath. Now, he lives locally. Kevin Stitch lives in Florida. Nice. But he's got places in Connecticut and Indiana and Kentucky and, you know, all over. So, um Casey Heath is the general park manager for me for seven years. And he stayed on to help the new owner mesh it so that it didn't go in right. the Shambles, wrong direction yeah. and that it can well, continued to develop. Honorable. And uh, 
if you want to take and get a hold of him, he's the park manager, Casey Heath. Um, I would tell him that you would like to do an update and a year-end get-together. And, you know, I can't answer for the new owner. Uh, right. But I'm sure that uh, they are looking forward to telling you bits and pieces about 2024 because it's going to be awesome. Absolutely awesome. So I want I'm, you to understand that, you know. I'm, I'm excited to see it, so, I, for sure. Yeah, so am I. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I don't, I don't, they only let me out, usually on the weekends. Right, right, so, right. So you got to do um, what you got to do. Does that answer your question, Nick? Yeah. You awesome. sure? Yes. Okay, you satisfied? Yeah. Oh, little Nick. I, get, I give it a seven. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to go to the other side of the room here, sir. Um. Hi, I'm Cody. You're what? I'm Cody, Cody Ray. Cody, C-O-D-I-E or C-O-D-Y? C-O-D-I-E. C-O-D-I-E. I just want to make sure I got it right on your gravestone, buddy. Thanks. A lot of people will misspell it. I know. Well, I'm, 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 that's why I ask you both ways. Yeah, appreciate that. You know, my chalkboard is the cheapest graveyard you can have. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. Well, my question is for Crazy Bob. Um, A lot of your, seems like you have a lot of creative events and and, uh, different functions going on. Like, what's your inspiration behind that do you have you always been into like the halloween themes and haunted houses or nope. you just kind of creating as I you go i had to do the i had to do the halloween thing because when you own a golf course golf season in ohio is only three months right I know, they I claim it. it's four and sometimes if the weather's working perfectly before uh this this uh uh, what the hell they call that carbon crap buildup or, you know, weather, yeah. weather, hokey pokey thing going on. Well, you could might even get five months of good weather where you can make money. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's a short season with the golfing. And that's I wanted it for the banquet hall because the banquet hall was good for what we did there. Right. And then the Renaissance Village was built after we had been doing the haunted hydro for a number of years because once you get once you get a key for a door and you go in and you make it home you just got to recreate and move the furniture around you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so uh i got bored and i don't know if you've ever been to a re- have you ever been to a renaissance village i have not you have you have you once okay. i know they've been eating motherfucking the turkey legs the turkey the legs you know, see the you're thinking of eating and the big old uh, cities in the my, my engineer back there. Have you ever been to? No. Okay. No, Great Lakes is another one near us. Renaissance in Ohio. Renaissance and there's there's two or three of them different. You know, uh, in Ohio that you should go to. You like the turkey legs. You understand that? Well, I'd rather have a ham bone. I see in cartoons they do ham bones. More. I go because the winches are wearing those. Yeah, the those winches, baby. The winches. <laughs> the winches are the, uh, and they have yeah. they have the they have the singing winches. They have the laundry winches, and oh. then they got the town's winches. Uh, you know, I go for, because it's fun. About winch. If you ever get the chance to do it, we did it for four years. It was called Medieval Fantasy Fair. Medieval Fantasy Fair. Great run, great activities. That's awesome. But when we had the nine eleven. We had to curtail and pull back and restart with our activities and uh-huh. events. And uh, financially, we had to r- make a new commitment to keep it simple, stupid. You know, do the right. ki- it's called a kiss, kiss. method. Yeah. Yep. Well, we keep, keep it simple, stupid. And we had rebuilt and rebuilt and rebuilt and rebuilt until where we are today. So 
I'm, and, and again, that's with many good people helping us along the way. Shout out. Many good staff to yeah. the people that stood by us and all of the, all of the patrons who supported us through thick and thin. So, um, when we sold the golf course, it went to, uh, Green Hills, mm -hmm. which became Rivercliff, uh, Green Hills, uh, absorbed and got the initial activities going. Wait, it's not, it's not Green Hills. What was the name prior? River, uh, the, Thornwood Public Thornwood, Golf Thornwood, 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 Thornwood Public Golf Course sold it to Green Hills, uh, but it became Rivercliff, which was a subsidy. It was all in the family of yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah, Crockett's, yeah. good people. Uh, last but not least, then it was sold to uh, Black Swamp Observatory. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a charity organization that loves nature, yeah. loves duck hunting, it's and all that other fun stuff. No. Yep. And they donated it to the Sandusky County Park District. Yep. And that's where their new offices are. Andy, big shout out to you there, buddy. Hope you're doing well. And it was just renamed because they got another major benefactor. Uh, the gentleman who owned Miller Pipeline passed away, and he left a major financial asset. And it's now going to be able to go into the second phase, and you're going to see all kinds of great things happening with awesome. Sandusky County. That's awesome. Hell yeah, look at that. So, you know, as life evolves, we evolve, and I evolved to sell the Haunted Hydro uh, to Kevin Stitch, and that allowed me to go and do other things. And actually, he, uh, we're going to say, as you said, we I have you to yet to ask, but we'll let it be known that, you know, yeah, Crazy Bob's evolved. And and tonight on this podcast, the revelation's coming out. And no, I'm not taking all my clothes off. Mm. Not all of them. Damn it. Just his pants. The dude back there's got a big smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? Where yeah, the winch is at? Yeah, it's your turn, my man. Oh, hello. My name is Travis. I have a question for Crazy Bob. Where the uh, winch is this at? This one is going to rattle you a little bit. You've been talking all night about how you're thankful for all the people that have come and helped you out, all the patrons, everybody that has attended. Is there one scare, one talent that stands out above all? Is there one person that just made everybody scared? And is there one, is it a character of the person? Is it the person itself? Who's that one person that was just the knight in shining armor? Every. Well, it, it, it again, it, there, there it's is a team no, of them. There well, is, there's a team. No, no. I, that's why I, I'm going to answer that with the best way that I can justify. Um, there is no I in the word team. And you True. used it very well. Uh, the, what I can tell you is that as Crazy Bob, the character, for 34 years, mm -hmm. I was not a boss. Oh. I was the person when you came in that greeted you and sized you up. I looked at who you were with, where you were from. I looked at what family was with you or what friends were with you. And I sized you up immediately. The thing for a good haunt is to understand what people are coming for. They pay a big buck. Mm -hmm. We were not a cheap location. We were not extravagant, but we were not a cheap location. And I honestly felt that every person who came in and paid a entry fee, no matter what it was for, they needed to get the bang for the buck. And I would size you up and I would not let you leave till either I mesmerized you with something funny or just like I did earlier tonight, 
you told me that I scared the crap out of you when you came to my front door. I love this answer. I then reiterated that if I did it then, I can still do it today. Oh, yeah. And guess what? Yeah, baby. <laughs> I love that answer. Yeah, that's exactly that. that's a great answer. So everybody I, knew Crazy Bob. In I this could house. tell you if you had come in and you had been consuming mass quantities of alcohol, I could tell you if you'd been out puffing on those green funny things. Uh huh. I could tell you if you know you had a little bit of attitude because you were the team football player and you're big and you're bad and nobody's going to scare you my girlfriend was the perfect person that i'm going to radio everybody and i always had radios and i always had messages and i had tricks up my sleeve really you're like so that when people came through screw with me okay i love that you are going to get it one way or the other before you leave our property (laughs) i love it he said bitch come get it So the bottom line is, is that it wasn't an I, it was a complete team effort. And I had what was known as the key staff and the key staff had minions and the minions were the ones that would, would, we would pass signals along. Oh, the guy's wearing an Irish black shirt, got the clover on it. Make sure you roll him over. Crazy Bob said, make sure he ends up a little bit dead. (laughs) Ha 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 got bars dude that was hard got it. No, i, I, I would imagine that that would happen and i figured that the answer might roll up that alley but i'm truthfully before you go back in the casket it was a pleasure talking to crazy bob tonight because as a kid you scared the everlasting shit out of me well i i i apologize and i, I and wasn't... all the good no don't you dare apologize to that well no no i'm not apologizing for scaring you oh well i'm apologizing that i didn't remember because i wasn't joking when i said there are many people who came and after a period of about four or five years i would see the transition because in our case as one of the longest oldest biggest and best and i i don't fluff it we were documented with those awards. I was into my third generation of families for 34 years. The grandparents were bringing the grandchildren. They brought their children. Their children had babies and they were bringing, we were doing third generation. And I could remember a lot of them, not, not everybody, but you know, especially when these new girls girls i love you i love every girl just fyi and yes my <laughs> wife has put up with me for 38 years thank you beth i love you shut up um, and uh uh these girls are wearing blue hair and green hair and orange hair and red hair all i can tell you is it makes a man crazy when you don't remember what we did before <laughs> <laughs> so so all i can tell you is uh it, don't worry uh, I still love y'all, but that's that I can't remember the scare at the door. And very few people come to my door. Yeah. Yeah. I'd imagine. Once they come, they never come back. <laughs> I'd fucking imagine. So does that answer your question? It most certainly does. That casket's knocking good, sir. I need you to go back in there okay. and go give your company. Um I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give take a pause for the cause. No, I'm not going to the bathroom and taking a leak. Yeah, I have to, he's gonna... I have to I have to I have to I have to mentally prepare myself for the alter ego because 
the crazy Bob has now left the building. Although I will tell you, um, unfortunately, this podcast won't won't air until what date? Oh, Monday. This is for Monday. Oh, Monday. This upcoming Monday. Uh, okay, Monday. Well, it will be a beneficial, uh, and I'll explain why. Uh, but because um, tomorrow night, which is not going to reach you guys in the right podcast time, but I am doing a gulabration down at the Moonshine Nightclub, and we did it as a precursor. Every Thursday during the month of October, Crazy Bob got to come out and got to play more ways than I should have. We had Halloween trivia. We did a one night all dedicated to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's awesome. And uh, more fun. Oh, my God. We had a lot of things that came in that were strange, really, really strange that night in costume and activities. And we're doing it again tomorrow night. So all you guys, if you will do me a favor, uh, go on, tell everybody about the podcast and then tell them, hey, tomorrow night, it's no cover charge. We are giving away um, from five to seven. We are doing the family friendly community trunk or treat program finishing up what started at the Fremont Rec Department because uh, last Saturday when it was being done, remember that great big rainstorm that came? We had 3,000 plus people at that trunk or treat and there was more coming and the rain caught us and Uh. I was supposed to do the costume contest. Crazy Bob was let out just to do the costume contest for the trunk or treat and we had to cancel it. So they gave us the day passes for the rec department, which means every child that comes down there is going to get a free pass to go to the Fremont Rec Center for swimming or for ice skating or for summer use or whatever the case may be. They get a free day pass courtesy of the Fremont Rec Department. We want to say a big shout out to uh, Cody, uh, the director up there, who said, let's make sure we get these out. out. Shout out to Cody and the other one and, and Mayor Sanchez. Thank you very much for what you're doing for the city of Fremont and letting them have the trunk or treat at the Fremont rec department because crazy Bob and the former rec department, uh, gentlemen started the trunk or treat. That's we started awesome. the trunk or treat in Fremont 15 years that. ago. I love that. So, uh, and it's still continuing on today, bigger and better. They had over 60 vendors there, um, with, you, you need 5,000 pieces of candy. That's insane. Oh, wow. You have to be, last year was 5,000 people. 5,000 5, people, and the majority of that's kids that get trick-or-treat candy. Yeah. Wow. Do you know how much 5,000 pieces of candy cost? That's probably, yeah. I, I, yeah, that's I, I had to do things. I had to, I had to hold up a lamppost and say, Crazy Bob's available, boys and girls. I need, oh I need candy for candy yeah. for my kitties, you yeah. know? I love it. <laughs> well, I, I said I need candy, but I didn't know if, it, if it, their kitties was the right word or not. So Goodness anyway, gracious. Uh, mm-hmm. anyway, that's, that's what we did. Uh-huh. Uh, and we're going to do that this Thursday, five to seven. And then from eight to 11 o'clock is adult. Oh, that'll be fun. And it's costume contest and all kinds of stuff. We're doing trivia. We're doing trick-or-treat type of games. Mm-hmm. And, and some of them are very naughty. I love that. Some of them are very well, naughty. You this guys is, is going to be past tense when you're hearing this, but hopefully everything went very well for that. And well, I, I'd imagine if Crazy Bob was running it, it went extraordinary. Well, I, we're hoping that it, it does do... Pre- and Oh, I hear that knocking over there. I hear knocking. Yeah. Yep. Is that knocking? Yeah. Is that yep. knocking? All right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll Is that right knocking? Back. We'll be Is right that... back. All right. And we are back with, um, <laughs> who's this guy? Who are you? 
Hello, how are you? Bob. Bob? Uh, it is crazy Bob, but Hydro Bob is gone. Hydro Bob is gone. It's crazy crazy Bob is here. Crazy Bobby. Crazy not Hydro Bob is here. You see, you see, finally I found a method to my madness. Is that so? Yeah. I, I love people. Uh-huh. I miss people. And and Hydro Bob sold to Hydro. Uh-huh. So it made me sad. Oh. And I needed to get out and have a little fun. Okay. Uh, you, what does this say up here? I'm Bob doing Bob things. I'm Bob, Bob, Bob. and I'm doing Bob things. Oh, that's a good hat. That yeah. is definitely a good I'm hat. I'm Bob, and, I, and it was given to me by a very dear lady, uh, Laura. Hi, Laura. Shout out, Laura. I say shout out to Laura, uh, who, who lives Could now in Fremont and uh, is doing very good. Long-term person for Whirlpool, Key Echelon up there and you know, the big wigs areas and that kind of stuff. And she gave me this hat and she says it fits you perfectly. Yeah. And I, I agree. You see, Crazy Bob loves entertainment. Okay. Crazy Bob needs to stay active. Uh-huh. And Crazy Bob craves people. All right. Not to slice and dice. Right. Those days are gone. Yeah, long gone. And, Hydro's and, gone. And and never abuse. Love. Love, oh. baby. We got a loving Bob? Love. We got the love Bob? I like it's love. the crazy Bob that loves people. This is like the Mick Foley of Bobs, dude. All That's ages, Bob all Ross. styles. <laughs> and, and, and here's the best part. I'm now at the point in my life where I want to do things that I want to do. Hell right. yeah. So what does Bob enjoy? Yeah, what does Bob want to do? You went from crazy Bob well, to groovy I'm Bob. married, so that one thing there is gone. Yep, yep, we all know uh, that. Yep. But if you really want to talk to me, the girls, uh, you know, you're just... <clears throat> anyway, uh, <laughs> what I would say is he's that... He's crazy. Is that, uh, is that you have to... I've traveled the world. I have worked for, uh, for one month at a time. Seven years uh, in Australia. Okay. Um, and then one year, uh, they, they shipped me over to another country down there. And I, I, it was just wonderful. I worked for Hollywood Horror. Um, nice. And we did uh, the, the haunted stuff uh, for the Royal Easter Show, which is like a world convention. It's almost a million people for 14 days. That's crazy. Huge, huge. That's wild. And um, since that time, you know, now I've, 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 I'm ready to settle back down and relive a little Mother Nature. I want to go back to my roots. And something everybody doesn't know about Crazy Bob, I was in scouting. Mm. I was in the Boy Scouts. Were okay. you? For almost 50 years. Oh, Eagle Scout? I was an Eagle Scout. That's awesome. I have been a Scout Master for five years uh, throughout the activities. I sat on different councils and board of reviews. That's for awesome. Eagle Scouts. Um, wow. And um, I went to three national jamborees, one world jamboree in Japan, which a typhoon came through, typhoon number 91. Um, oh, my gosh. And that was 1971. Holy shit. I've been, I've hiked across Philmount, the National Scout Ranch. Um, I've been to the Charles L. Summer Canoe Base, which is something I thoroughly enjoy. Uh-huh. Um, so 
I got to do a lot of different things and yeah. a lot of travels. And I did what, in 1970 what was called the European Scout Friendship Tour, where I traveled from Finland all the way down uh, to Amsterdam. That's so cool. And that's, I that's did get to see how many days the Canal Street. <sighs> nice. The red light district. Nice. It's a what? Did you go to the red light district? Is that what that is? I don't know. I thought they was just friendly ladies. Yeah, Ah. with all the red lights around? Well, they're not all red lights. Some of them were green. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I'm trying to put my ATM card in the window. It was a European Scout Friendship Tour. I don't understand what you're talking about. but uh, All I can tell you is it was a lot of fun, and it gave me a chance to see the world. Heck yeah. The quick story to that one, it's a Bob thing. Doing Bob things. In Hamburg, Germany, okay. the original Lohenbrau foundry and a castle is there. And as a European exchange student, I got to go through the foundry. And they have a hospitality room. So you get to have snacks of cheeses and oh, breads and crackers. Goddamn charcuterie board. And you get to sample the different beers. That is beautiful. And two other guys were with me, and the three of us went in the morning for the morning tour. And it's not, back at that, in those days, for 1970, it's not a big deal. Right. Well, finally, at about uh, 8 o'clock that night, one of the staff got a car to take us to our youth hostel. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And we were kind of overwhelmed with their hospitality. Oh my gosh! Speaking Wait, of, speaking you got there in the morning. You said at, at, we were there from eight in the morning, or th- from eight in the morning until about eight at night. Uh, the truth of the matter is that's a solid shift, right? There. That's yeah. a full yeah. shift, yeah. and we were that's full of overtime. we were full of full of it. So speaking of being overwhelmed, Bob, what's what's going on with you, Bob? What what's what's happening over here? You're looking a little shaky. You're looking a little. Yeah. He's got his cocoa! Bob! Catch it! What's Bob, Bob? What, what? Uh, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, Crazy Bob left Europe and found out that he can't drink beer anymore in the rest of his life. And I have, to this day, I don't drink beer. Really? Why but, not? But, but, all I can tell you, oh, yeah, you're going to ask me about why am I wearing a new hat, right? Yeah, why So ask me, <laughs> why do you wear a new hat? A new hat? Well, gentlemen, is one of the things that I found out while I was touring Europe is that I like ladies. Yep. Ladies and if are you're nice good. to a lady, it's always good. Maybe I have to mm. go to Europe. So I'm telling you, it's worth the you trip. You can buy a wife. Ever? Well, I, I didn't. They didn't. <laughs> nobody would buy. Nobody. I, I couldn't afford that. Anyway, <laughs> let's go back and I'll keep going with this one. But see up here, what does this say, sir? What does this say? Girls gone cruising. Girls gone cruising. Now, hey, did you no. know water relaxes the mind? It did. And do you know that scenic beauty gives you zen? And zen. that's one of the things that, that I like. So I found out that, it's, well, it, it's kind of the shirt right here. It says, Ghouls Running Kayak Adventures. What is that? Well, that is what Crazy Bob does now. I no longer do haunted. Uh huh. I no longer do haunted. I do kayaking. Oh, hell what yeah. a turn! High adventure kayaking, and I do. That's a workout I do too. Natural kayaking, 
Uh, we go from eight and a half up to 16-foot kayaks. Uh, oh, some we big do, boys. We do the big boys. Um, we do the touring kayaks. We oh, do the whitewater kayaks. Yeah, there's five different types of kayaks, by the way, gentlemen. And I just happen to have the certification because at, at my point, it's like if you don't want to go out and have fun, you might as well be dead. Haunted Hydro Crazy Bob, may you rest in peace. Quick but, moment of silence for Haunted Hydro Crazy Bob. Thank you. May he rest in peace. But I, on the other hand, I want to live life. And I will tell you, for the last three years, I've had the pleasure of going down the Sandusky River, which has a two and a half class rapids section, especially in the early spring. Now, for those of you that don't know what that means, that means there's good whitewater rafting down the Sandusky River. It's not all the way up and down the river. There's just certain sections that are available to, to partake in. But Ghoul's Running Kayak Adventures now has from Tiffin, Ohio, all the way to Lake Erie. Oh, that's insane. That is, I used to. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you about that Sandusky a little river. bit later. It uh, It's for all ages. Uh, we also have a water reservoir where we can take you for educational classes and training and understanding why kayaking is so much more fun and what was the difference between canoes to kayaks and how does this work and what are the activities. Why, we could even take sound engineers that never get out of their office or out of that sound booth and take them up and make them have a good time. I think he's talking shit about you. Yeah. Oh, shit, I missed that. I, I caught it now. <laughs> I watched your face go. A little pussy. Go, what? what is he still talking about me? So stinky, anyway, stinky I'm pussy. just telling everybody I found my true love. I, I found love my true calling. Uh, we now have um, three touring buses to pull the people where they got to go. Mm. And we have four trailers. Uh, our super trailer carries 24 kayaks at one time. Man. And we have one that carries 14 and then two others that carry 12 from our beginnings. Because we started out at 25 kayaks. Okay. And we now have the second season we had 50. And this year we had 85. And by next year we're going to have 125 watercraft going down the river That's at awesome. all that points. And we have five tour guides that are certified uh, with the training. Um as well as an EMT that's certified, uh, who has level one and level two. I'm only level one. Level two is also the whitewater training. Now, I'm qualified to do whitewater activities from A to Z. And yes, I have my fancy skirt. Uh, no, 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 don't look at me like that. I don't wear a skirt skirt. It's a, oh. it's a cover that goes over your kayak so that you can roll your kayak. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah. yeah. And you can roll your kayak in the water and you can have all kinds of fun where everybody's <laughs> like, he's drowning, he's drowning. It's like, no, I'm doing this because I want to have fun. I'm doing and, little fancy moves. That's right. And, and it, we are, are able to do that at the reservoir. Uh, with educational classes for Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, campfire people. Um, we do it for families and, and uh, reunions and things of that nature. We do it for church groups. We do it for a wide range of people so that we can take them out where it's safe. And we've got uh, docks and we've got rescue. We even have a rescue golf cart that is made just with the kayaks and with the inflatables, the throw rings, the throw rings, the reach rings, um, and that... Uh, has the uh, automatic dialer to go to uh, for 
uh, backup if necessary. Okay. We own our own defibrillator now with our companies Look at and that. things of that nature. Yeah, they're about three grand. They're oh, not cheap. Oh, that's, that's so, not cheap. Um, but that's what we do with that. And so uh, we also have um, sunsets and something that you guys, knowing that you do this podcast, I am daring you. As my guest, you will be free. I am daring you to go down for our moonlight. We do oh, two nights yes, that would be awesome. every month during June, July, August, uh, and into September. And we do the day before the full moon and the day of the full moon. And we go down the river without lights. That's awesome. Oh, I really that sounds do that. fun. We go down Dude, the river without lights. So cool. That sounds so now, peaceful. There is a there is a bow and there is a stern light on the kayak so that we can keep them visible at all times. That, and, yep. and we have special markers for the guides. Now all of our trips down the river, you are required to go with us as guides because we don't just turn you loose. Uh, it's just not not safe. It's at all. not our style yeah, of, of kayaking. So there is many other locations. Check with you before you go. Um, it is called Ghoul Running because Crazy Bob was involved. Yeah. It was the Haunted Hydro. And we now have a sister company that we still own, and we are taking it bigger and better than ever before. And it's called Ghoul Running Kayak Adventures. Is um yeah, whoa 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 is Tiffin the furthest south that you go? That, that is correct. And I we used... do that because of timing. Um, that's why I reach down because I know that you, you can't see this, boys and girls, but we have a full map, and I'll hold it up in front of you so I can talk and not mock, block the mic. Yeah, here, but, here, I'll show that. For okay, you. I'll show that. For that you. what that is? We have eighteen locations where we put in and take out. That's four two-hour trips, and then we have um, many more that are different four-hour trips. So we have two-hour trips and four-hour trips uh, for all of the area of Northwest Ohio. Now, on the back side of this, it also has kayaking tips because we know that there's a lot of people that go out, buy a kayak, and I'm God's gift to going down the river. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, ladies and gentlemen, you need to learn. The river is not forgiving. You can swamp. You can get in trouble. You can get caught between logs and rocks and things of that nature. So it's very important that you get some education. And we do educational programs for people that just buy their kayaks and want to get the safe procedures and techniques that are needed to keep you alive mm. and uh as crazy bob i look at it and i'll take you and we'll have more fun than should be allowed by law oh, but at the yeah. same time you know it's not a place to go get drunk it's not a place to go get high it's not a place to take small children if they can't swim now you have to have life jackets you have to have education on what to do when something happens and what's the safety procedure to reclaim and readjust and regroup? Because you can break a bone at any time. So our company policy is you have to watch a, a in-house video of what the river is, what the river can do, and what's the safety procedure. You know, when you start and get a driver's license, they make you watch those, D, those wreck films where, yeah. oh, my God, everybody gets killed. Yeah, yeah well... We make you understand that the river can do the same thing, and there is no forgiving on the river. So 
Um, that's uh, what it's all about. Oh yeah, as a, uh, uh, what I used to fish all the time, I, I learned the hard way on this one. But something, what's going on with you again? What's going on with you right now? Well, it seems I'll, like I feel, I feel transition coming. I feel good. I feel good. Uh 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 uh. What is going on with your head? What is going? Oh my gosh! Oh my god! Why is that twisted? What is this now? Well, 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 boys and boys and girls and anybody that loves the water, have we got a place for you to go this year coming up in? May, June, July, and August, and into September, as long as the weather's permitting. Crazy Bob's going down the river, and I've got four other great, great people that help me as tour guides, and then we got trainees as well. Um, we've got all different types of watercraft, sit-ins and sit-ons. Oh, okay. There's five different types of watercraft, and we've got something for everybody. Um, when we were talking earlier, yeah. we talked about you like to go fishing. Yeah. We own 12 fishing kayaks so you got rod holders in them you got a you got a you got a place to put your jug where you can have a a cocktail or a medicinal beverage or Mm. lemonade Lemonade. i don't i don't make judgments i don't I, i don't make judgments but crazy bob's telling you you need to come up Go to Ghouls Running Kayak Adventures, Facebook or online. Uh, website is, is ghoulrunnings.com. Uh, yeah, that's from the movie Cool Running. Yes, you know, sir. where the hippies get drunk yeah. on the river. And by that. the way, it's owned by a female. That's hot. It's owned by a female. Huh? My wife. Hey, <laughs> hey yo. I, I didn't want to admit it, but. But I work for my wife, and I got to keep money coming in the door so I can support her. So please, 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 ghoulrunning.com, Sandusky River, Northwest Ohio. And there is very, very little that is commercial going down the river. There is beauty. We have three eagles' nests on the front section, and on the back section, we have two eagles' nests. The Sandusky River has 18 total from its 133-mile tributary. We have 18 eagle's nests. We are second in the state of Ohio for eagle's nest. That is beautiful. So I if, feel like people going down that water will get a very nice scenery and a very nice enjoyment. And you will see, you will, there's a chance you will see um, turkeys. There's a chance you will see a deer on a regular basis, uh, mm-hmm. raccoons, mm-hmm. you name it. It's all up and down this river, and it's there. Um, and as far as the bird people, because we have one of the biggest bird-watching scenarios that come in the early part of the spring, um, and we invite you to come up and take a trip down the river. It's very delicate because you have to watch if you are using uh, cameras and things of that nature, you need special type of yeah. of, of kayaks. And we yeah. have those available. Again, um, it's based on body weight. It's, of course, we provide life jackets and we provide uh, paddles and we provide safety preliminary things that we know that you're going to need. Like ha- when you wear glasses, and some of us have no choice but to wear a glass, you need to have a strap on. Yeah. Because when you lean over, Gotta have a strap glasses on. are not cheap. They can be anywhere from three hundred to seven hundred dollars or more, 
so you don't want to lose them. We well, have same. the straps for those. If you take a cell phone, <laughs> most cell phones are $600 to $1,000 or more. We have those bags that you need to go up and down the river and things of that nature. This is Crazy Bob, the American kayak uh, instructor uh, certified by the American Canoe Association. So, and we're Sounds proud. like you take care of your customers. I take care of every one of like my customers. A perfectly splendid time that maybe the goons can get down there at the beginning of the year or the beginning of your season, and we'll take a nice little stroll. How does that sound? I, you got free privileges. Now, it's, and I won't mind telling you because when I go on the radio air, they tell me free? you can't tell the price. I'm on a podcast, right? Yep. It's $35 a person, and that is good for all the two hours, the equipment, and the bus ride up and back. And they tell you that if you really had a great trip and you did the right thing and you had a good guide, tip the guide. Tip the Tip the dude that helps you out. Now, we don't have any ladies yet, so we're looking for ladies to come and be guides. Come on, girls. So get that in hand. We do church groups. We do school groups. We do uh, class reunions. We do bachelor and bachelorette parties. That sounds so fun. So we do a lot of different things, a lot of different places, and a lot of different um, activities on there. And we have, like I said, the sunsets on Friday and Saturday. You can come up to the water reservoir. It's way up there on the top areas. Uh-huh. Because it has 80 feet of containment. So it's all the way up above the treetops. And you can see 360 beautiful sky all the way around you. And you can watch this mesmerizing sunset with grays and blues and purples and oh, greens. There is greens coffee. to the That clouds. sounds like, that sounds like the time that we need to be on there. We need to be on there so we can Some get the whole. Slum. And if you have a lady with you, what we tell you is bring the coffee mug. Bring the coffee mug. You know, a sip of wine watching the sunset is so beautiful. Romance is in the air. La da 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 da. La da 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 da. And the guys with mustaches, they should absolutely take advantage of it. I fucking love it. I will say, Crazy Bobby, it has been an absolute splendid time learning all the different chapters in your life from the beginning to the middle to the now. Seems like you're having the best time. I am, and I want to say thank you to being on the podcast. You know, when they said, when they said, "Well, can you go do booger?" I said, well, "Yeah, I got one right here." here oh, right. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, look at that one! That, oh, I'm just joking. I was like, "Don't wipe it on me." I know you. I, you're a sick, I twisted like, man. Yeah. Still. I was going to do it to him. But, I, you know. I, you I looked like, over. I was like, "Get his ass!" I looked at him and we made that look, and I was like, "Yeah, get his ass." <laughs> I love so, that. Round of applause for Crazy Bob in the studio tonight. I, Thank you so much. You, Let them know where they can find you or any of the events that you are doing on social media, or where they can just find you. Well, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bow out. And again, I'm gonna leave you guys because I know you have more coming on the show. Uh, with some information about upcoming activities, right? Oh, yeah, well, we can take care of that at our own time. This is about you, crazy. Well, I, all I can say is it was a delightful pleasure. Uh, our engineer didn't say very much, but, you know, I, I'm hoping that it dudes. came out good. Uh, you guys have been uh, gracious to let me come down and dominate the mic. I, I don't know how I do that, but I do. And, oh, you're uh, great. No, it was, and, it was a great time. And, and, and all I can tell you is I wish the podcast the very best. Make sure that if you heard me here tonight that you, uh, you, you type it in. Is that the way you do to get you know information back? Yeah. 
Yeah, they can comment. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, what are you, what comment are you talking Comment or like, like it, the yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. can yeah. comment. Hey, I want you friend. guys to blow this this group out of the water. I want you to respond. Crazy Bob's the best and needs to come back next spring. I love oh, it. Yeah. I love and, it. And, and in the meantime, uh, join the Crazy Bob Club. Mm-hmm. Oh, did I forget to mention that? Yeah, You're Go kicking ahead, me now. off there. Crazy Bob Club. It's Facebook. I own Crazy Bob Club. And Crazy Bob Club's doing lots of stuff. And when I say that, um, there's a skydiving event that's coming up next spring. I've already been Cody skydiving. Ray, the odds? It's tandem. I don't do it by We're myself. It's what tandem. What are the odds, Cody Ray? Hey, up in, up in Michigan, it's only $300. Cody and Ray, that's what are the fucking odds? Dude, why <laughs> you got this? What are the odds, Cody Ray? What are the odds? <laughs> it's a game we play on the podcast. What are the one out of 67. Ooh. Three, two, one. 32. Four, three. Oh. You said four, three? 43. I thought you said four, three. Oh, I don't like it's heights. It's a what are the odds? You know, pick one, a number between one or a hundred, and okay. if they get that, okay. then they got to do you it. You don't like heights? No. For 11 years, I did industrial construction, and I was kind of a punch list guy. So I did everything from... from sewage treatment plants to hospitals to davis Bessey nuclear power plant. And while there, for three and a half years, my last six months were in the davis Bessey nuclear power plant cooling tower, replacing Ooh. asbestos baffles, 541 feet in the air. That's 54 floors up. I hate everything about what you And I walked around that bell on top. Oh, you shit. can see Canada on a good day. You can see Canada all the way over there. And this shout out that I'll end it with goes out to Labor Local 480 out of Sandusky, Ohio. And I want to say it was a great 11 years that I put in. That's how I was able to save money and buy the golf course. That's how the golf course did the medieval fantasy fair. That's how the two came to be. And the Haunted Hydro, after 34 years, just kicked in. And that's how we started out. Four year, three years ago, now into our fourth year for Ghouls Running Kayak Adventures. It's been a pleasure. You guys have been grand. Thank and you. And I thank you very thank much. You, thank you, Bob. Yeah, thank you for coming. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. We'll cut you guys on do Friday. Peace. Peace. Shut up! <laughs>